Hi friends, welcome to the Relationship 411 podcast. I'm Jennifer, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids, a podcaster, world traveler, Netflix watcher, yoga doer, fashion merchandiser, and an Instagrammer. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly your relationship with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you in this journey we call life. Hey friends, thanks so much again for listening. Don't forget to leave a review. Let me know if you do so that I can send you a $5 gift card and um, make sure you share with your family and friends. And thanks so much for listening. Um, I really love doing this podcast. It gives me lots of chance to think about different topics that I find interesting and hopefully you find interesting. I would love to get ideas for future podcasts if you'd like me to talk more about something. Anyways, so thanks again for listening. A topic that I've been really thinking about, and I think when someone gets divorced or like breaks up with their boyfriend or girlfriend, the question, and we have this question whether we're married or single, but am I good enough? And I think it's the age-old thing. Everyone wants to feel good enough. And somehow we base if we're good enough on what other people think of us. So I'm going to, I have eight thoughts on how to become and know that you are good enough. And first off, we are all born and on earth today, we were born good enough. So if you don't listen to anything else, know that you are perfect just the way you are. So we definitely put all of our value a lot of times on what other people that we don't even know sometimes what they think of us or what they think about something. But we get to decide that we ourselves are good enough. Um, this doesn't make you stop growing. I think sometimes people think, well, if I think I'm good enough, then I'm not going to do anything ever again. That's not true. You actually will become a better version of yourself and continue growing when you believe that you are good enough. So these are eight ways to help you confidently know you are good enough. Number one, stop comparing yourself to others. So I actually did a podcast on this, and we know comparison is the thief of joy, We want to make sure instead of comparing, connecting is always the way to go. But really, if you think about it, the people you are comparing yourself to are also those people are comparing themselves to someone else as well. And so it's like this constant comparing. And you're also comparing your worst qualities with their best qualities. It makes no sense if you think about it, but we do it all the time. And that's why I think sometimes young adults, teenagers, they struggle with social media because no one's putting their messy room or messy house or dirty clothes or whatever themselves without makeup. Of course, there are those people that do do that. But in general, we put our best selves out into the world for everyone to see and say like, you know, look exciting. And you're, you know, for me, we just had a wedding. So of course I'm putting these beautiful pictures out on Instagram or Facebook and it doesn't give the whole picture. So just remember there is a whole picture and it could be just that one section of that person's house is clean and their hoarders, the other rest of the house. Anyways, so just pay attention to who you're comparing to and what you're comparing 
because it isn't healthy. If you want to change something or be better at something, look inside and figure out that as opposed to saying, you know, what do they do amazing? And like, you know, I'm never going to be a basketball player. I'm never going to be a sports person in general. I mean, I do run. I'm getting ready to do Everstein. Maybe when this airs, I've already completed it, I hope. But, you know, I'm not going to be a basketball player, a football player, or whatever. So why compare you to things that, that you're never going to do? But I think we do that for whatever reason. And so just be mindful of that. And you're going to feel good enough if you stop doing that. Number two, don't believe the lies your mind tells you. So our brain has a great way of lying to us. It is trying to protect us 24-7. However, we have a million, well, thousands of thoughts every day. We need to make sure we're paying attention to the positive things and not all the negative things because you can go down a rabbit hole quickly. And our brain really enjoys doing that, especially if you have kids, if like they're running late or your mom's driving from Idaho and she's late or something, your mind goes down a very quick and fast rabbit hole like, oh my gosh, they got in an accident. Um, Something must have terrible happened. And you have them dead lying on the side of the road. Chances are none of that happened. And your mind just plays these tricks on you and games. Um, Sometimes it is warning you and helping you out. But for the most part, Our brain likes to lie to us, and it wants us to feel like we're safe, and it it wants us to believe things that aren't true because that's how our mind works. So we need to learn to be the boss of our brain. So say you're, um, my kids right now, we're applying for jobs, and we can convince ourselves very quickly, oh my gosh, we don't know how to do this or that, or we're not qualified, and We just talk ourselves out of these things, but if you can be the boss of your brain and say, no, I'm totally qualified. If I don't know how to do something, I'm going to learn and apply for the job or to not take a class. The thing is our brain is trying to protect us from failure or doing something wrong, and so sometimes it doesn't want us to even try. It gives you thoughts like you'll never make it. Something bad is going to happen, which I talked about a second ago. So just make sure you're paying attention to your thoughts and what you're feeding and giving credit to with your brain because your brain definitely likes to play tricks on you and likes you to go into anxiety or fear. So in order to feel good enough, you have to know like, no, I can do this and have confidence in that. Number three, focus on what you do well instead of all the things you don't do well or don't know how to do yet. So I think sometimes we can give a whole list of things we don't know how to do. And so therefore we have evidence to say, okay, we're not good enough. We can't do these things. Instead, why don't you focus on all the things you can do and then maybe add a couple things you want to learn and do. Um, Gratitude, I find, is the most powerful thing when you're focused on all the negative things. If you can just write down what you're grateful for This is a great practice that I do try to practice every day is just writing and thinking of a couple things that I'm grateful for. It can get you out of the mindset of something's gone wrong and to feel like, no, I'm good enough. I've done enough for today. Number four, focus on progress instead of perfection. And 
I myself am not a perfectionist at all. I am comfortable uh, just doing, I call it B minus work. But um, a lot of people, it's like if they're not perfect, they're not going to even try at it. And you're never going to do anything because really no one is perfect. So just focus on the progress of whatever you're trying to do. And I was thinking about my podcast. I was terrified the first time I did my podcast. And then when I started going solo, I was terrified. And um, Richie, he was like, you can do this. And I had my coach. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to have guests on because I can't do this by myself. But I've just been thinking about that. I'm like, no, as I've done it, I'm not perfect, but I've definitely made progress from the first time I started over a year ago to in April or whenever I started recording just by myself, I feel like I've made progress. And so I'm not perfect, but I was never setting out to be perfect. I just am focusing on the progress. Um, If you think about weight loss, no one is going to be a perfect on a diet. Like it's impossible, right? But if you just focus on your progress, then that's going to be a lot easier to lose weight then if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm perfect, and then I fell off the wagon for one day, and then you just never get back on, and you just start eating like garbage. No, get back up and say, okay, I'm going to try again. So just focus on progress, I think, is so important. Number five, stop hating yourself. Practice loving yourself. So I've done a lot of work with myself and my body image because for years I had such a negative body image and I hated my body. And I realized like hating myself is never like, if I can't like myself, how is anyone else going to like my body? So I really practiced. And sometimes you just have to be like, you know what? I love my legs because they allow me to walk. If you've ever known someone in a wheelchair, they would give anything to have working legs. And so really focusing on those small things as opposed to bigger things or your weight because your weight is neutral. Some people will be thrilled to weigh what you weigh and some people wouldn't, but it's just going to be how you're thinking about it because you cannot hate yourself to losing weight or to doing anything. You have to always come from love. And there's a new song by Jax called Victoria's Secret Song. And I love that song because it's so true. Like we somehow, some man in Ohio created Victoria's Secret and the lingerie company, and we have bought into it and our society, we buy into all these things. And it's like, wait, that's not, nobody's body looks like that. Um, We have Photoshop and, you know, people have pimples and break out, or they have cellulite, but it gets all airbrushed off. They can make their waist thinner or their bottom thinner anyways. And so we just have this unattainable body image. And I think guys for sure fall into it. And they're like, wait, my wife doesn't look like that. Really, no one looks like that. No one can. It's impossible. And so um, we need to learn to accept ourselves and stop hating ourselves. Um, Number six, surround yourself with people that love you unconditionally. Did you know you don't have to hang out with toxic people, even if those people are family or your spouse? Having someone in your life that reinforces your thought 
I am not good enough is not a recipe for success. So look at your circle of friends. Look at your family members. Um, If they are feeding you toxic information, try to have a talk with them, of course, and say, you know what, if you're going to speak to me like that, I'm going to leave the room or I'm going to go on a walk. Because it's really hard to love yourself when someone else is telling you you're not good enough. And if that's happening, I'm so sorry. But just know you can be good enough and you don't have to listen to what they have to say. And find your people. There are your people out there that are going to love you. They don't care what size of jeans you wear. They don't care what kind of car you drive. They don't care, you know, what you look like, what your hair is like how you do your makeup. They just like you for you. Number seven, learn to make peace with your inadequacies now so that when you reach your goals in the future, you really have become the person you wanted to be. I think so many times people think, okay, I'm going to be happy when I make this much money. I'm going to be happy when I lose this much weight. Instead, why don't you try to work on being happy now So that when you do attain the amount of money you want or lose the weight you want, it's the journey. You enjoy the journey, not just when you get there. Because when you get there, you're going to be like, wait, if you still hate yourself, you're not going to automatically start loving yourself. You're going to have other issues or it's still going to be an issue. And you're going to find something else to, you know, be negative about. So I think focusing on what your inadequacies are now can help your brain get you to a spot that you can do all the things, get the promotion, whatever you want in your future, you can attain that. And the last one is the key is to love all of you, the good parts and the not so good parts. So I think we all have things we don't like about ourselves and we all have things that we do like about ourselves. And you need to embrace all of it because Some things, you know, will improve. Some things are always going to be the same. But having grace for the things that you can't change or for, you know, all those things I think is so important because if we can't love all of us, how do we expect someone else to do that? And that's how you're going to feel good enough. And just remember, you already are good enough. And remember, if someone doesn't think you're good enough for them— Don't make it mean anything about you. That is a sign that they probably aren't the person for you. Who wants to be with someone that doesn't believe you are enough? And so sometimes we think, wait, they don't think I'm good enough. What if they're not good enough for you? What if they're not the person for you? That just is good warning. And I think with young adults, with dating, with um, marriage, make sure you feel good enough and have a great day. If you want more relationship tips, email me at jennifer at relationship411podcast.com so you can get on my email list. And also you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at relationship411podcast. I promise to give you the 411 about relationships so you don't have to call 911 for yours.